Hello and welcome back to Movius Ministries Podcast. This is your friend Josiah. I'm so glad that you guys are here to listen to an incredible, very deep, vulnerable uh, journal that I'm going to share with you guys today. And I just, I did see that you guys, I have a huge announcement, a huge um, just uh, milestone that my podcast has gotten to, guys, ever since February. You know, I'm just going to put a different song on because I, I, I just, no, no, no. I know what we're going to play. Here we go. Where is it? Here it is. Okay. So, okay. You guys, ever since February, we have reached 1,200 plays, you guys. I just want to say thank you so, so much. Oh my gosh, I've just like, where, where I've, where, like, what God has done and how he's put me on this platform and that I'm so incredibly honored that he's put me here today and that he's brought me so far and that I've just continued just to see what God has done. I'm so grateful for it. Every trial, everything that I've gone through, it's been so good. It grows our faith. It, it's, 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 it's Jesus saying to us, let me show you more of my heart. Like that's actually true guys. Like we, we, we hear that, but we, do we really know that that's actually something Jesus is actually saying you guys, do we actually believe that? That convicts me. I hope that convicts you. So, um, yeah, guys. Um, today, obviously, I have a journal. Uh, we're gonna get really deep here. I have a lot of stuff I'm gonna pour out here, guys. So, uh, let's open in prayer, and then we will. Uh, I will share what the verse of the day is today on Movius Ministries. Father, I thank you for the trials. It is you calling us deeper into your heart. Shape us. Refine us. Help us to not run from suffering, but embrace it. And to find your peace throughout the storms. Lord, I pray this episode today would touch people's hearts. You would just reveal things to people, God. Please, have your way, Father. That the fear of the Lord would rise up in our hearts. We would have a reverence for your name. And he opened doors to our heart that the enemy has. Father, show us so that we can repent from that. I pray for those that need hope. Give them hope, God. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that paid for the remission of our sins to be forgiven and forgotten. Thank you that you've written your law on our hearts. Thank you that your law is good and that those who chase towards it are wise. Have your way on today's episode, Father. Help us to put on the full armor of you today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here we go. So today, the verse of the day on today's podcast is uh, through Jesus. Therefore, let us continually offer to offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that 
openly pr professes his name. So it's just talking about continuing to have a sacrifice of praise and letting our lives be fruitful from that. So um, it's just so good, guys. I mean, that, that that's that there, there there is, you know, when we praise God, whether it's at church or we do it in our quiet time, or whether we're just like in our cars as well, whenever you do it, those that's what's going to bring down the pulling down of strongholds that's what's going to really bring us breakthrough that's what's going to bring us closer to the lord that's what's going to help us to be people after god's own heart so um yeah guys here we go point one i'm going to be talking about today is um whew, okay so <laughs> i struggle with many many different emotions for um Jaina, who some of you guys know, uh, her and I are actually, we're talking again, things are back on track, and I just, uh, the Lord has continued to hear my cry and hear my prayers, uh, just on where my heart is for her, but this week I struggled with a lot of emotions uh, for her, it was back and forth between uh, just like having thoughts that were just like not kind, or um, just, just, kind of getting into my flesh a little bit um monday night came and i had a heart of peace with god trusting him to move forward while having a soft heart towards her i struggled with this on monday and tuesday so what i mean by moving on um you know jana i'm sure you're listening to this but what i meant by moving on was just kind of not not moving on and saying okay i'm not if she even does come back to me like no of, I, I just was going through a healing process and I just felt like that was the best decision for me to do. Um, but you guys, her and I are kind of, we're, we're talking again. I'm very, very grateful for that. The Lord is um, really revealing a lot of things through the both of us. So if you guys, all of you who are listening, please be praying for us that the Lord would direct us where we're supposed to go and that we would take one step at a time and that we would just continue to seek wisdom and put that wisdom into practice. A second point is almost like a confession of sin. Um, I struggled with a lot of, not of a lot, but when I struggled, uh, I struggled with some erotic thoughts this week. And But I kept finding a lot of strength in my mind to say no. But I'm still having a balance uh, to being ready for have for heavier attacks. So when I'm when I've been tempted to have these erotic thoughts, you guys, I've been able to find a lot of strength to say no. Like I don't want to, and I find like 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 I'm like I I find the strength and the self control to be like no, I'm not having those thoughts. But I'm keeping the balance to say there are going to be heavier attacks than what I'm facing right now. And it's having that open mindset, not getting too prideful, being like, oh, look at me, I have self-control and, you know, I, 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 I can I can withstand any attack. Like, no, you can't. You can't. That That's where, you know, like Paul says, there's a thorn in my flesh and he, this is why God, and then God says, I am strong in your weakness. So for those of you that are um, healing in any addiction that you've had, I challenge you to be very, very careful when you get into a point where you're like three months free and you're like, I got this. I'm good. I haven't had any temptations lately. That is where the enemy will come into that open door. Um, not particularly, it, it, it could be in that very moment. It could be three weeks from then. It could be three days from then. But you guys be very, very careful. Not that you would have like a spirit of fear, but that you would know the enemy's tactics. So um, let's go on to the point three. After, oh, you know what? No, I forgot one more thing. Um, on Thursday night, I did share this with 
um, a friend of mine recently, and on Thursday night I had a very vulgar erotic dream on Thursday night, and it was, I thought I had a relapse with pornography, I've had about four of those dreams where I thought I messed up in sexual integrity and I just kept saying to myself like no it was just a dream and then you get scared you're like wait did I and so you know some of you guys may have had those experiences but um you know and, and, and after I had that dream I was like okay lord is there something I forgot and a lot of Christians will be like eh, I don't really know if that's but hey you know I, I would be very very careful with that because I've had you 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 not I'm saying that I'm... No, okay, you know what? No, I know I'm right about this. I'm sorry if that sounds prideful, but... If the enemy sees an open door in your life, and you forget to kind of close that door, the enemy will take advantage of it, and then if you don't realize that, then you're going to perish. Like, like, like it says in Hosea, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So... I think that's Hosea 4, 6, but you guys, so when I had the stream, I was like, okay, Lord, did I forget something? And I, 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 I heard him say, you didn't pray for, um, for you to be protected in your dream realm. And a lot of you guys might disagree with that because you have a hard time putting your faith into practice. And that's not me putting you down, but it's actually me saying, I'm, I want to call you higher. I want to take you to a place where Jesus is taking you to the same exact place. So... I hope that makes sense, you guys. So um, I'm actually I'm kind of rushing through things because I got a fantasy draft in about 45 minutes. But um, <laughs> here we go. Um, some of you guys know that I just talked about the topic of abortion, and I talked to a friend of mine today, and my friend told me that they thought I shouldn't have been sorry for. saying sorry the reason why I got so heated on Tuesday was because I just I felt the passion of the Holy Spirit when I was speaking on this subject of how passionate he is about abortion how it's not talked about enough well, that might be wrong maybe it has been talked about enough but anyway um, but after I got done talking about the topic on abortion I heard the Lord very clearly and it was so comforting, but I just felt him as if he was patting me on my back saying, you did a great job. I felt so, I felt so comforted. I felt so safe. And then I definitely had thoughts of, oh, well, I could have said this or that, but that's just the enemy. No, God said I did a good job and I have to humble myself to realize that and rest in that. This is kind of a revelation I had this week. Um, I've been watching Mike Bickle's messages recently. Some of you who don't know who that is, he is the headmaster at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, Missouri. Or Missouri, I just, okay, whatever. Um, and a lot of this, I, I've been watching a few, a few of his sermons recently. And today, or not today, I, I watched a message uh, from him based on Isaiah 6, where Isaiah is taken up into heaven and uh, he talked about um, he he talked about how when th this is this is the chapter where God says who shall I send and then Isaiah says send me Lord. Um, Mike Bickle kind of breaks that down. He goes so many of the church like they stop at that point. They stop at where it says who shall I send and then it says Isaiah says send me. That Mike goes 
I don't know why, but people stop there. They don't, they don't, he goes, they don't continue to like talk about what the rest of the verse says. And so he goes on and God is saying to Isaiah, he's like, go and give my message. Go and give this message to my people. And I, and Isaiah goes, well, they're not going to, they're not going to listen. And so I kind of get this epiphany with how, you know, I'm working my, um, pastoral and I, cause I have gotten that prophetic word some, a, a few times where people see this um, pastoral anointing on me and I'm super grateful because that's what I want to do one day and I'm going to do it for the glory of God and that I'm, I'm, I am I am I am honored that God has put that on my life and that I'm starting it here on my podcast but um uh, like I have like like Isaiah's like they're not gonna listen and the Lord said the Lord said to him like it doesn't matter just go and do your part and it hit me so hard because my next one I want to talk about is, um, I realized this week that I struggle a lot with feeling responsible for other people's actions. And I'm continuing to pray for wisdom and healing in this character defect that I have. For those of you that don't think we have character defects, that's just, that's just, you guys, that that's ridiculous. We're broken people. And you might think, well, what does this verse mean? What does that verse mean? Don't lean on your own understanding right now. Go and take that to God. Things that you don't understand, don't lean on your understanding. Go and take that to God and he'll give you the wisdom that you need. But I'm like, God, like the reason why I think I feel like I have to be so responsible for people sometimes is because when I was growing up, I'm the oldest in my family. I have four siblings. Whenever my dad had something for my siblings to do, whether it was a list of chores or one thing to do or whatever, if they didn't do it, I got the fall. I was punished for it. If my brother Sam was given a list of five things to do while while, while my dad was at work and he didn't do it, I got in trouble for it. So I always had to be responsible for people's actions around the house. And I'm thinking maybe this is why I kind of feel this way. I think there's more to it than that that I don't know about and I'm continuing to pray and say, okay, God, show me where I need to, like, what, what, what kind of wisdom do I need to know right now? And so I kind of got this like Isaiah six epiphany revelation of like, I don't have to be responsible for people where God's just telling me, do what you're saying, Josiah, do, do what I'm telling you to do and let me take care of the rest. And I'm, I've, I've continued to um, just like, okay, when, but when I feel like people aren't growing, when I feel like people aren't putting their faith into action, I feel the burden of that God. I feel, and I, I, I've talked about this on my other episodes where sometimes I'll be praying and I'll have this voice in my head that goes, well, are other people doing that? And recently it's been changing into pray about that for the body of Christ and so it's been really, I don't know if that, I don't know if that makes sense, but whenever I'm praying and saying like, okay, God, help me with this. I hear the Lord say, okay, pray that for the body of Christ as well. So that thought of, oh, well, are other people doing it has turned into, um, pray that, pray for that over the body of Christ. And it's helping me to care for other people more and walk, um, kind of out of like, well, let's just focus on me right now. Cause that's not Christ-like. It's not. It just isn't. There's no scripture on it. You can look at the way Jesus lived. It, it isn't. Um, so I've continued to kind of realize that that's probably me bearing one another's burdens when I don't see other people put into practice and it just kind of like might be grieving the Holy Spirit. So um, I hope that makes sense. But uh, my next point I want to talk about is some of you guys know I've stated the the verse Galatians 6.1 
And it just clearly states, it says, Brothers and sisters, when someone is caught in a sin, you who are led by the Spirit should restore them gently. Where it says, restore them gently, the message version actually says, keep your critical thoughts to yourself. I got this epiphany, you guys. Earlier this week, I was out and about running errands, you know. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, we see other people sin. Just like people that we don't know. And the Lord, this week, I'm running errands. And I, at at one point, I heard someone swear, say a cuss word. And this isn't me judging them. But I heard the Lord say, do Galatians 6.1 right now. Restore them gently. And I thought, well, can I can I do that if I'm not with them? And I, I heard, why not? It's almost like I'm surrendering the situation to him, saying, like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do my part, and you're going to do something else with it. So I got this huge revelation of, like, so I've been doing that recently. Whenever I see someone, like, mess up or sin or miss the mark. Sin means to miss the mark. That's what it means. Um... I've been like, Lord, I restore them gently in Jesus' name. And of course, I'm still doing that when I, I mean, I, I don't, that's not what I do every time, but sometimes I say it out loud, sometimes I say it to the Lord, but I just got that epiphany. So take that with you guys. My next point is recently I got back on social media after fasting it um, on and off for about two and a half years. I have seen huge breakthrough mentally. Uh, in seeing more self-control to not just go on social media when I'm just bored or just because I'm addicted to it, but also having this thought of what is something new I am going to see when I'm in those moments of just boredom, whether I'm watching a TV show or I'm playing Madden and, and, and the game is loading, like I've, it's just, it's been radical, you guys. So yes, I am back on social media. I'm trying to, uh, I recently, if you guys have an iPhone, I don't know if Android does, does this, I'm sure they do, but uh, I, if you have an iPhone, um, you can set a time limit on certain apps. You can pick the apps that you can set time limits on, but I just set a time limit for only one hour a day on, um, I only have, so I have, I have, I have Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but on my phone right now, I only have Instagram and Facebook. That's all I'm going to do right now, but I have an hour set for each, um, you know, for each app. I can only be on it for one hour a day and it's helping me to have a little bit more self-control. You know, when we wake up in the morning and we get on our phones and we kind of, um, we get on our phones and we, um, we just sit in our bed for like the next 30 minutes. I've been catching myself saying like, no, and like actually pushing myself to like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to stay in bed till 10, 30, 11, and then have breakfast and then stay in the house till one when I have things I have to do. No. So again, it's not me kind of like, like beings all self-righteous right now, but that I continue to, to get off social media when God wanted me to. And now I'm seeing just part of what he's been doing behind the scenes in that, um, season of fasting. So I'm taking it one step at a time. I'm not putting Twitter back on my phone because there's been some things on there that just trigger me. It's my own personal conviction. Same thing with Snapchat. So I'm just taking it one step at a time. But um, yeah, if you guys have been thinking about fasting that, I would really, uh, I would would strongly encourage you to just do it. Just do it for like, just do it for three days and substitute, um, 
something that's going to grow your relationship with God when you're fasting social media. So, um, like what I did sometimes was I, instead of, instead of going on Instagram for an hour, I would watch a sermon. You know, there's other things, but that's a whole other subject. Anyway, I've had a lot of deep anxiety about walking away from the Lord and eventually being deceived into doctrines of devils. So let's dive into this. A long time ago, not a long time ago, well, earlier this year, I was on my knees before the Lord. I was praying and I felt the Lord speak to me and say, eventually you will walk away from me. I was petrified with fear and I was confused on if this was God or not. And I've been praying about it a lot recently. And I thought about what Jesus, I I had, I had some wisdom given to me and I thought, well, what did Jesus say to Peter? He said, he said, you will deny me three times. So I'm kind of connecting that like, okay, maybe this was the Lord. So I've been, I've been fervently praying you guys that like, Lord, I, I do not want that. And I go, maybe, maybe, you know, and I'm trying to not like examine the situation and like, okay, maybe it's what if this and what if that, but like, Lord, don't let me do that. If, if this is something like a test for me to bring me closer to you and grow my roots deeper, like fine, but please, I don't want to walk away from you. There's just one thing I heard recently. I'm not sure where I heard it, but, um, it was, you know, people, people go, people, um, I heard someone say to someone else, they were like, why don't you just go back to the way you were living? And they said, what is there to walk back to? And I was like, oh my gosh. It just blew me away. So, um, and then I talked about uh, a dream that I had from the Lord about a week ago. I talked about it on here on one of my episodes and I put a, I did a live Facebook video um, about the dream that I had and it was about the great deception that will come. And uh, you guys, if you're kind of, you know, kind of dealing with a little bit of anxiety about that as well, the Lord, uh, when I was having this anxiety, the Lord told me to read out of um, where it talks about the great deception. I'm, I think there's other chapters, but the, what the Lord really wanted me to read last night, uh, and it, when I read it, it really settled me down. It really gave me a lot of peace, and I was like, okay, is uh, second, I think it's first or second Timothy uh, chapter four, and it talks about um, how, oh, let me just... Son of a gun. I think it's 1 Timothy. Yep, it's 1 Timothy 4. If you guys are kind of getting a little bit of anxiety about, you know, kind of triggered a little bit what I'm saying, please, please, I beg you, go read 1 Timothy 4 about all that. My next point is a pretty big point, so just hear me out. Um, Spiritual warfare came this week in the forms of confusion by getting stuck on man's opinions in wisdom that I have learned in the past. In all of my walk with God, I have continued to very consistently go to people when I have a question or confused on something. I very rarely went to God. I can look back and see the reason why was because I was so insecure in my relationship with God. And he's really brought me out of a lot of that. And I'm really grateful for that. But I thought it may also make the person I was talking to like me more. The spirit of codependency uh, was just really working in many different forms in those areas um, when I did things like this, continuing to go to people for my answers instead of God. I am really now starting to go straight to God with all my questions instead of going to another YouTube video or doing anything that would make me go straight to man's perspective on things. 
Jeremiah 17 says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man. 1 John 4 says, Do not believe everything we hear, everything you hear. We as humans hear things all day long and we tend to take in what we like to hear or what sounds good and resting in that. It's so foolish. We need to ask God to correct us in our thinking and saying saying these saying things um thinking against Oh, okay, we need to ask God to correct us in the way that we think and say things. James says very clearly that the tongue is a rudder. Yes. Seek fresh insights, receive correction, but ask God to show you who to go to in those moments of seeking fresh insights and corrections. Last night, I got this huge epiphany, you guys. I literally, I read this verse and it just broke me. Like I didn't cry, but I was like, oh my gosh. In Ecclesiastes 1.18, it broke me when I read this. It has been more and more of being tested with the spirit of... Oh, wait. I, I, well, I thought I put the verse in here. Um, okay, let me restart. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm going to go to the message version. I should have proofread my notes. Here we go. Here we go. So I had this huge epiphany. I read it. I, I, I just randomly, because I just got done reading John and I asked the Lord if I could dive back into Ecclesiastes and I felt him say like, yes, you should study that again. Um, but here it is. Ecclesiastes 1.18. I read this last night and it blew me away. Much learning earns you much trouble. The more you know, the more you hurt. You guys, I read that and I just like, oh. I just felt God like saying, I see where you're at and it's okay to feel what you're feeling right now. No, of course there's context behind this verse, you guys, but I've just, I've seen this. It just broke me down when I read this. I've continued more and more uh, with really being tested with the spirit of bipolar through all of this, I have seen my character changed to be more humble, sober-minded, and a lot of strength growing in the Lord. I've seen radical change, you guys. This is why we are to rejoice in all trials. Philippians is the most great, like the, the most, like the most, probably the most uh, grateful book in the Bible that Paul talks about being grateful. When we go through trials, it is literally Jesus saying, I want to show you more of my heart. I want to correct you in the wisdom that you believe. I want to show you new things. And you will not get to that point until you understand humbling yourself before the Lord and understanding what it means to revere his name. My last point I want to make you guys... Oh, well, I actually I, I actually already uh, talked about this, but uh, I realized this week again that I struggled a lot with feeling responsible for other people's actions. And I'm continuing to, um, in those moments, say, okay, Lord, have your way in me. Whatever you're doing in me, 
Right now, I worship you and what you're doing. This is where I find my peace. And I fear you with reverent awe that you love me so much. You are fed up with religious performance, God. So, that's my podcast for you guys today. I could, I mean, there's so much more I could share with you, but I... I want to say one thing that really has been kind of ringing in my head that I want to share with you guys. I I heard it. I forget where I heard it, but it was earlier this week. Is your relationship with your brothers and sisters in Christ or your pastor should not be replacing your relationship with God. You shouldn't. You, If you're going to your friends and brothers and sisters in Christ and your pastor or any of your friends with your problems more than God, that's a problem. Now, look. I struggle with the same thing too when I, uh, you know, when I, um, when I first started to follow the Lord, but he's brought me out of that. And I'm so grateful you guys that he has continued to say, look, there's, there's a lot of stuff wrong with you. I know you better than you know yourself, but I love you so, so much. And I'm going to, I want to grow you. I want to make you to be more Christ-like. I want you to live a holy life. I, I want you to hate sin and love me. Because that's what's best for you. So, let's close in prayer, you guys. Lord, I thank you that you're sovereign. we can trust you lord we trust you we trust you we trust you we trust you with our lives we trust you with our jobs our finances our friendships our trials that we go through lord bring us back to our knees it's the ones who humble themselves before you that you lift up that you honor Thank you for how patient you've been, God. Thank you so, so much. I pray for those that struggle with insecurity and having a fear of man, God, that you would change their hearts. You would take them through your refiner's fire. Lord, bring people closer to you. Remind remind people everything you've brought them through. We set our eyes on things above, God. Thank you, Father, that you're coming back for your bride to find to find us blameless and holy in your sight because of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so actually, um, oh man, I'm so so happy that Jaina and I are, like, all good now, oh my gosh. Um, you guys, please be praying for us, please continue to pray for us, um, I'm just really glad that the Lord is really, uh, he has heard my cry, and the hope that he's given me, um, that I've felt, you know, when her and I weren't talking, 
Um, he didn't let it go to waste. And uh, I'm sure that, you know, there's so much more that he has. But um, you guys, please be praying for us. If you want a prophetic word again, please, uh, I have my email at the top of my, uh, you know, my um, email. And uh, Jaina is actually going to be helping me talk about, uh, we're not going to be doing a Proverbs 7 study. That's the next chapter. You know, we, w- we would be studying in Proverbs. But you guys, I want to talk about the root problem in what 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 do we have to, de- to get rid of to stop abortion. And it's, it's, it's many things. It's women that are raped. It's women that are just anything, or it's even just sex outside of marriage. That's, that's, I think it's most of that. I think most of it is people that are just, you know, having sex outside of marriage. Guys, I'm going to get really deep into this. I'm going to talk about the, 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 the dangers of it. I'm going to get personal on things that I struggled with when, when I was sleeping around. Um, but Jane is going to help me prepare this message and I am super, super excited for that. So, um, yeah, guys, uh, I have other, uh, you know, other episodes. I have other, um, you know, uh, other uh, messages that I've done. I, I go, go check it out. Again, my, I know my episodes are repetitive, but just scroll through. Scroll through, and if you feel like the Holy Spirit is saying, hey, maybe you should listen to that. It could be on my podcast. It could be on another sermon, like whatever. So uh, go check it out, guys. Again, if you need a prophetic word, please email me. And... Um, just go and be with the Holy Spirit today. Rest in his peace. Um, you know, one thing that I want to finish with is when we are dealing with moments of heaviness, we need to remember the deliverance that the cross brought us. Thank you so much for listening to today's journal on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God bless you.